Hodgerwicht. Welcome to Hodgerwicht, the podcast where we date everything but Hodgerwicht. My name is Sean, and today I am joined with Moscow. Hey. And Erin. Hi. AKA Beauty Creep. Um, and today we're talking about, well, I we're going to make it up as we go along a little bit, to be honest, but um, one thing I do want to talk about, and I've been talking about this on Twitter and Instagram um, for this episode, since I'm leading, I thought I would talk about um, some stories that we might be able to share from our travels or places we've been um, that might be a wee bit awkward or funny. Um, I've got quite a few stories like that, and I know that you guys do as well on the podcast, and so I thought be a bit of a laugh if we could talk through them but we'll get to that in a wee bit because i think first of all it's obviously been two weeks since we launched this podcast now the first episode i thought was a good success it was a good trial and error um, hell yeah and it was really really good fun i enjoyed it and we had a lot of good comments and we got 400 subscribers on youtube i know thank you by the way really thank you well. so much yeah, for all the feedback that was so helpful Oh, the really comments good. were amazing to go through on youtube so if you left us a comment you know thank you so so much I sounded really, sarcastic really there. It was so helpful. <laughs> it, it was, was so helpful. No, but it was. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed reading through the comments. Um, I guess a common theme um, that I saw in the comments was, the, first of all, is that a lot of people said, well, if you're going to do a YouTube version, it should be on video. Um, and the reason that that's quite difficult is because we don't have our own studio. Um, and also, the three of us all live in different parts of Scotland. Like, I'm on the East Coast. Erin, you're on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. And Moscow is in the middle of us. So it's quite impractical for us to get together. And, and do video versions of these. Um, that's the reason why we're not doing it, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and, 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 and I mean, I'm obviously in the. No, I was just going to say, I'm obviously in the middle. Um, so it would be easy for you two to come here if we ever did do it. But the problem we've got with my flat is my neighbours make a lot of noise. Mm -hmm. I'm like in a block of flats, and there's always somebody somewhere making noise. And the yeah. reverb in my flat, because it's an older building as well, isn't isn't the best. So we would Aye. need an actual studio. People yeah. also ask, like, why don't you record uh, remotely through, like, Zoom or something? And we, oh, we did talk about it, but it's <laughs> exactly, yeah, we don't like watching that. And it's also so much more editing and we just don't yeah. have the time. We just can't, we just can't do it. So this is, like, the best option for now. Um, yeah. But maybe in future, you never know. Maybe in future. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing, like, I would love to do it in video as well because, you know, everybody's different. I, I kind of watch podcasts now on YouTube. That's the way I get my podcast content. And a lot of people watch it and other people listen and, and it's fine either way. But um, we're just starting out with this, you know, it's early days. We've, You know, it might take years before we get to that stage. And like I said, we, we would love to film it eventually. And lots of people left that comment. Like we must have seen about 20 different people say the same thing. They would like to see it on video. Mm -hmm. But it's just impractical for us right now. Um, one, but day. One, one day. One day we will become a video cast. But until then, we're just a podcast. <laughs> right, just audio. Which is good, you <laughs> yeah, know, because yeah. as well as people who, you know, watch watch podcasts. A lot of people listen to podcasts when they're in the gym, when they're in the car, yep. or, you know, whatever they're doing, or they might be pretending to work and listening to podcasts at the same time or whatever, on the train to work, stuff like that, lots of different things. Um, and so that's why we thought, you know, an audio is a good, easy way for us to get started. But it was good fun. I enjoyed that chat la the, the last time we did that. And um, <laughs> it's been, we're going to do it every two weeks. Um, yes. what, what did you guys think about the first one in general doing it? Did you enjoy it? Oh, I loved it. So much fun. I'm actually on my second gen this time, so it's going to be even worse than last week's. Eh, last week, two weeks ago, because um, I have had a day, so I'm on my second okay. gen. And uh, yeah, but it might, you know, it might help my my chat. Might uh, I don't know. Yeah. So, so what's been since since the last time we spoke? What's been happening with you guys? 
Erin, you said you've had a bit of a nightmare. Yeah, Erin, tell us about that. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> I was talking to Tammy just before. <laughs> Wait, can I even mention that? Can you, I, I don't do you want to mention it i mean look well, it's a thing it happens it's a human body it's a thing it's actually very common oh. right and um people with vaginas uh just right. when you put it out there i have a cyst it's very young i'm moving about like an absolute idiot on my floor right now <laughs> if anyone can see me you just so yeah it's it's not fun mm. i love that we're starting out this bloody podcast by talking about a cyst vaginal cyst <laughs> Uh, well, this yeah, is but, incredible <laughs> but I couldn't get through to the doctors this morning I phoned at bloody half eight in the morning and all the appointments had gone and I was like I cried not gonna lie phoned NHS 24 and they were like no get your GP get the duty doctor talk to her or him could be and I was like right I'll, I didn't know I could do that so I phoned up and the duty doctor was like don't worry about it we'll give you antibiotics and I was like, I love you. But the receptionist, mm. oh my God, he was like, so what's your symptoms? And I was like, Bartholin's cyst. I couldn't be any more specific. And he went, and where's that? I was like, <laughs> my labia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. oh dear. Why do the receptionists need to know? Like, you do not like, need to know exactly where the cyst is, Brian. Like, come on. So, um, yeah, yeah, I can't believe I've brought this up on a podcast. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's the thing in these podcasts, we can kind of talk about anything we feel comfortable talking about. The amount of people space. that have left the building right now. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking. It's no, so common, I, though. I, I wouldn't know that, but like, you know, if it is, then, you know, I ho- hopefully, hopefully you're not in any discomfort now. Are you feeling better? Uh, no. Right. <laughs> no. It'll be there for a while, probably. It'll be but there for a while, but um, I'm on antibiotics exactly like this is this is going to distract me um and then my car started making rattling noises and i was like oh, this no. sucks so that's been my day how about you that is a day that, that is, is someday but thank god it's friday thank god it's friday that is for sure um and we don't post these podcasts on fridays by the way just anybody listening but we we, we um i was going to say film them but we're not filming them we're recording <laughs> them we record them on fridays um anyway uh how about you moscow how are you getting on yeah, I'm good. I have nothing as exciting in my life going on as, as Erin does. <laughs> no cysts. <laughs> nope. I mean, that is a persistent problem. It's terrible. No, I uh, I was off this week from work, actually, so I was, like, cleaning the flat, and then I got sucked into... There was there was loads of fan fictions that I was, I was determined to read, so that's been that's been me. Nice. Aww. Have you been writing anymore? Because I know you. You said was it five billion words or five million? Words or <laughs> two, two million. Mm-hmm. Two, two million, million words. Yeah. Twenty million. <laughs> Thirty billion. Yeah. Thirty billion words. <laughs> That's but more no, words than exist in the world. Did I write <laughs> this week? Yes, I did write a bit this week, but I think it was only a couple of thousand. So. Well, just a couple yeah. of thousand. Just, 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 a, just That's a nothing. Of I. Thousand. <laughs> I don't think I wrote that many words this week, and my job is to write, so. It's <laughs> um, a difference of when you're writing things that you want to write, and well, exactly. just forcing you to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I hope my boss isn't listening. Um, anyway. <laughs> I hope your boss, I hope my boss isn't listening. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope none of our bosses are listening. Oh, gosh. Oh, ever, ever. <sighs> they can never listen to any of this. Uh, I'm fine. I, my boss already knows I do fan fiction, so I'm good. <laughs> I would die. My boss was I don't like, think... I hope you're all right. And I was like, yeah, all good. <laughs> Nothing's wrong. I was going to say, I don't think my boss knows what type of fan fiction. But let's just <laughs> leave it there. We'll, we'll come to that on the, on the fan fiction episode. <laughs> yeah, we will talk about that at some point. Hell yeah. Um, I'm looking forward to that. But um, mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I, I'm looking for the comments of the last um, YouTube video that we posted for the podcast. And if anybody isn't yet subscribed onto the YouTube channel, go over there. Um, I'm not sure. Do we have a URL yet? Not yet. We have to be on it for 30 days before we can get our custom URL. But um, oh, I did try searching it and it never came up. But just we've been posting about it on all our social media. So you'll be able to yeah. find the link somewhere. Yeah. So if you go on any of our social medias, you'll be able to find the link to Hudgerweesht on youtube and then also spotify we need to get this right because we've got spotify right we do we it on anchor it on there is, yeah. yeah so we've got anchor which is basically a, a service which is owned by spotify now it's all on spotify as well and uh, we did have a bit of a chat about apple Podcasts and google Podcasts. what um moscow you you kind of know more about that what's going yeah, on yeah so <laughs> so i applied to google pods and it's still going to take a couple of days i think before we appear on there um but that that process went through it was fairly seamless it was just like cool what's the name of your podcast give us the link and then confirm your email we're good to go so that's that's happening with google pod and i think we should be appearing on there shortly mm-hmm. and then apple i had to confirm my email confirm my mobile number give them my credit card details give them my address details and they still blood. would not take us it was honestly it was i was like i need to give you a drop of blood <laughs> so i left it a couple of days in case it was maybe just taking a while to set up the id and then today I had a call with a lovely gentleman um, from Apple Help because I, the anchor guys were like, you're going to have to speak to Apple because it's with them. And I was on a call today with a lovely gentleman from Apple and uh, we were on a call for 30 minutes and we think we have set the process up. So we should be appearing on Apple within 10 days. Yeah, we'll, we'll keep you posted. <laughs> nice. So we will Thank be there you, eventually. And I think, you know, even though it's difficult to get on Apple Podcasts, it used to be easy. And even though if it's difficult, it's worth it because it's still statistically it is the place where most people listen to podcasts in the world apparently. is it yeah is it i thought I just thought it'd be our other our other pod yeah i was going to say our other podcast was showing more positive results from spotify than um than apple well, it might be the that might be audience related i mean that's that's cool yeah, that's true, true. spotify is obviously a lot of people have massive. iphones so. but um mm-hmm. yeah apparently itunes and the apple and um, podcast <laughs> platform is the 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 most listened to place where you listen to podcasts apparently so you know there will be people on it but we'll get there eventually we will get there and and we really appreciate anyone who's went on to any of the podcasting platforms who's went there and left us a review because that means the podcasting platforms will probably push us up in their algorithm i think yes i think we got we actually got a lot of people that gave us five star reviews on spotify so if you did that that's honestly so so appreciated you've no idea Um, i think when i checked we had like um was it 20, 20 something five star reviews on on Spotify already? Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's awesome. That's really good, really helpful. Thanks, guys. And yeah, like I said, if anybody is listening to us on any of the po- the podcasting platforms, give us a review. So for me, in the last week, I have been down in London. Um, I've been working down there, which was a bit of a pain in the ass to get down there. Um, stayed a couple of nights and came back last night really really late and then was working today again so i'm feeling pretty tired to be honest i've got low energy um i've been posting videos still from my trip to brazil um i've got another four videos uh, for brazil yet to post and it's kind of weird right because i was out there for five weeks and i and i made like 10 or 12 videos and i've been posting them i don't post them like more than twice a week but it's actually been once a week mostly and so people are commenting like oh, are you still out there when actually it's been weeks and weeks since i've been there and i find that's kind of a weird thing about youtube because like yeah um i've been posting on instagram on stories uh, and then people are like oh i thought you were in brazil yeah and so 
Do you know what though? It's good though because then it stops people being able to time when you're out of your house so they can rob you. That was one of the things that my mum was like, maybe it's a good idea you wait till you come home before you start posting videos. That is so weird. And that's actually, there's a question somebody sent about that exact thing, but I'll get to that at the end. I'm excited for today's episode. It's going to be good. So, we're going to talk about things. So basically each episode of this podcast, each one of us has taken a turn to decide a topic. And I thought something that's quite fun because i know that all three of us we like to go different places um which we'll find out about in this episode and i I love to travel as well and i think one of the funny things about traveling one of the cool things it doesn't have to be traveling far i mean you could even be talking about traveling to you know london or england or anywhere in scotland even um but the kind of funny things that happen or the awkward things that happen sometimes as well when when you're traveling so um, I asked people to send in some of their stories and I didn't get a massive response, to be honest, but I didn't give them much notice either, to be fair. Um, <laughs> but somebody did send in the story and I thought we could start with their story and then we can talk about our own experiences. Go yeah, for it. Sure. I've got a few Go ridiculous ones. Oh, can't wait to hear them. I bet they're going to be brilliant. <laughs> um, knowing you, they will be absolutely brilliant. Oh, just wait, just you wait. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I got... I got a direct message, right, on Instagram from Callie Booth Hovey, who is at not all who wander Oz. Not all who wander Oz. Oz I, get, like, that, I get that reference. You I get, get that reference, yeah. Not all who wander are mean? lost. It's from ah, right. uh, Lord of the Rings. Got it. So the Oz at the end is like AUS for Australia. So it makes they're, uh, they're obviously from Australia. They've got yeah. to be. Um, so their story, right? In 2010... And this is me um, voicing over her message, so I'm not talking about myself here when I say I, just to be clear. Um, (laughs) In 2010, I was 20 years old and went to America for the very first overseas adventure with a fake ID and a mate's Aussie license. Two days into the trip and my first day with the rest of the crew, I had my wallet stolen. Being a first-time traveler, I stupidly had all of my stuff in one Mm. place and all my cash, cards, IDs gone in an instant. Oh dear. After a few panic calls and tears back home to Australia to our parents, they sent some money over, transferred into account into one of our fellow travellers. They were with a group of people, I think. Um, so off we go onto the trip to Las Vegas, um, which is not so great. Apparently, if you're a 20-year-old Aussie with no money and no travelling skills and no idea, this is her words, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, after being denied from free casinos to withdraw money and get an account set up, she was told to head to a dodgy milk bar on the outskirts of Las Vegas to withdraw money. That's a bit weird. Surely in Las Vegas you would imagine... This is me interjecting, by the way. Um, surely in Las Vegas you'd imagine there's loads of like money transfer places all across the Strip. I've never been there, like, but... You would think there'd be places that could help her with her situation, right? Yeah. And I still don't know what a milk bar is. I don't know what a milk bar is either. Like, I just picture like loads of different boobs. Yeah. <laughs> a milk bar, what is this? A dodge in a dodgy a dodgy milk bar. Like I don't know. Is it, I, I, in my head, I know where your head, you went to the gutter head in, but for me, I'm, I'm thinking like milkshakes. Out of, I'm, I was picturing something out of Star Wars, like for anybody that's a fellow geek out there, they'll know what I'm preparing. Wow. I know what you mean. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I, w- anyway, I don't know where my, my head went to like milkshakes, but anyway, um, that's just that's probably what it is. That's probably what it is. So anyway, gets in the taxi, goes to this dodgy milk bar on outskirts of Las Vegas, and the taxi wouldn't even take her there. 
and stopped oh, about no. five blocks from it oh, and said, God. sorry, we don't go into that area. So she went what? walking. I know. This, that sound this sounds like the, the, like the big victim of a murder <laughs> diary. So she was walking along the street to this milk bar, whatever that is, um, and somebody in a car was driving past and shouted how much to her oh, as she was walking. Oh, oh no. And asked three or four times how much. And then she finally got the nerve to ask what the fuck he was on about. She got hot and tired and angry Australian temper, she said. <laughs> and then she finally realised she thought she was a hooker. And yeah. she almost died of embarrassment. But Aww. I'm left hanging here because the story ends. It doesn't tell me much more about what happened after that. But presumably she managed to get money from the milk bar and ended up back in the Las Vegas Strip. I mean, I'd like I to know. hope so. I want to know what type of milk she had. Let us know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I can see how that would be awkward. You know, you, you don't want to be going to a foreign country like alone for the first time. And, you know, especially as a young person, you've never been, you don't know what, you know, even though they speak English. And get um, mistaken and for a hooker. <laughs> get propositioned. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Uh, that's pretty bad. Um, but yeah, no, there's loads of stories like this we could tell. Like, I, I've, I've had loads myself and I'm on it. You've been mistaken your... for a prostitute. Uh, uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. That would be funny. Um, <laughs> He's like, how much? And Sean's like, how... what are you talking about? <laughs> How much? Um, join my Patreon. Something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, that's never, that specific thing's never happened to me, but you can see how that'd be awkward if you're going abroad and, you know, that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, also, like, when you just lose your money and wallet and stuff, I've had that happen to me before. Like, I have, have been... Have you? And my own stupid fault. Actually, it was in America. I was in Florida. Um, and we were... The people who organised the trip gave us a bunch of cash to take around. I think it was like $500. Um, and I left it. We were cha- we went to like three or four different hotels on the trip, so we were like moving rooms quite a lot. And I rem- one thing I was so pissed off, I left five hundred dollars, and it was all the cash I had on oh, no. the on the TV like tabletop, and left it. And we'd left, and we 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 flew away to another city, so I'd lost five hundred dollars. They must have thought that was the best tip ever. I <laughs> know. They must <laughs> have thought these Scottish anything? people, these Scottish people are, are not tight fisted at all. <laughs> Was that on the, um, the US Embassy trip? Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, I was gutted. Still think about that to this day. Anyway, um, who should we start with? We've got stories to tell. Moscow. Moscow. Why me? I don't know. <laughs> I, t- I can start story. if you want. I have a few. I have been volunteered. I'll, I'll go then. I've got, go for it. I've, got a, I've got a funny one for Japan, but I feel like I want to make the audience wait for that one. So maybe yeah. that'll be my last. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's more funny than it is awkward, but my friend is getting so fucking sick of me telling that story, but I don't care because it's great and I'll, I'll tell it anyway. Yeah, but, we've not uh, heard it. Uh, no, so I'll start off with a, a slightly more awkward one, and this is actually a warning for anybody that's going to Rome. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, this one is more awkward. So when you go, when in Rome, really? uh, <laughs> there are um, people in the streets who will um, uh, approach you and try and sell you things. Mm-hmm. and they are incredibly persistent like I, I, other people will probably talk online about how you avoid them and like what you could do to sort of get around them but they are very very incredibly persistent and they will usually target women and they'll usually target lone women and yeah. so i was at a i can't even remember which part uh, we were at but it was um 
Oh gosh, we were beside a fountain. It's not the it's not the fountain I'm thinking of. I don't know the names the of anywhere. Fountain. Like, uh, yeah, it's not the it's not the fountain. It wasn't the Trevi like, fountain? No, it wasn't that one. It was like another smaller one, just not far away from our hotel. It was like kind of just where we were meeting up. That was like our meet up spot. Like there was a fountain. Yeah, like it was just like a small fountain, and um, and my friend Mark was like, right, cool. I'm gonna bounce uh, back to the hotel and collect. But I think he'd forgot his sunglasses or something. So he went back, and I was stood there. And they were like trying to sell these roses and they kept coming up to me and they kept going like, do you want a rose? Do you want a rose? And I don't, they obviously didn't understand English that well. They only understood enough words to try and sell me what it was that they, they had in their hand. Um, and me being Scottish, obviously, as I am, politely said, no, the first few times, don't want it, don't want it. But they kept coming up, they kept pushing, they kept pushing. Eventually, in my very ladylike tones, I told him what he could do with the rose. <laughs> and and the look I got told him he didn't fully understand the words, but he could tell from the tone of the voice kind of what I meant. He, <laughs> he turned around, <laughs> yeah. He turned around and started presi- like propositioning another woman instead, oh. just a little bit further away. I was like, oh gosh, that poor lady. And then by the time Mark came out to join us, um, uh, that other woman had been uh, had bought a rose. She would just bought it to shut them up. Oh, no. But this is what they'll this is what they'll do. They'll come up and they'll they'll do this. And when me and Mark were walking down one of the streets, there was a gentleman ran up and tried to like tie a friendship bracelet round Mark's arm, <laughs> and then kept like demanding that he pay for it. And Mark was like, oh, "I don't no. even fucking want it." Like so, he ripped it off and threw it on the ground, and we ran for it. So. I love I loved Rome. Like there was so much good stuff to see there. But if you are going by yourself, is just to like be prepared to take headphones and just ignore anybody that walks up to you. That's that's why I, I hate advice. these aggressive people that try and you know push stuff on you. Like yeah. I don't mind if people stop and try and talk to you and try and sell you stuff. But like if it's aggressive, it's just it's just not nice. Yes. Yeah. No. Th- these are very aggressive. Very aggressive. Not good. Uh, so that's my awkward one. I'll tell the funny one later. I think somebody else should give us a story now. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to go to you, Erin. Okay. No, you just reminded me of uh, when I went to Rome and I had a kind of strange experience. It isn't a funny story. I'll just tell it really briefly. But basically, we met our friend like outside the Coliseum. We didn't even know she was going to be there. <laughs> and it was yeah. so what? mobbed. And we bumped into her pal. And we were like, what the hell are you doing here? And she's like, what are you doing here? Uh-huh. From yeah it was really really weird and then i posted a photo on facebook after the holiday and it was me in front of this random fountain not the fountain <laughs> another fountain how many fountains are there in rome loads of a fountains. lot, a lot of fountains. A lot. and i was wearing this old play suit from h&m and the friend that i met at the coliseum commented on it saying well this is really weird my neighbor just banged did you hear that that's loud um yeah, so she she said, this is really weird. And then she posted a photo of her in front of the exact same fountain in the exact same <gasps> place. Wow. Wow. The, the same person like, you, the, the same friend yes. you've met, right? Yep. And the same outfit. That is creepy. What the heck? But yeah, that's, that is that, weird. that's not an awkward or funny story. But I'm going to... It's just a coincidence. Yeah, no, there's, there's just a lot of... Uh, I have a lot of stories, but uh, God, this could be a whole other podcast. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about um, it's a trip that was documented on YouTube. I've got three vlogs right, okay. from it. It's when me and my friend. What's one Steph, of the titles of the videos? Sorry to interrupt you. Um, no, not at all. Um, we went to Munich, Innsbruck, and Vienna. So the the vlogs are just called like 
do I can't even remember. I just watched the Munich one to refresh my memory, and it's really funny. I must so say, somebody types so in stupid. Munich beauty creep, they'll find it. Yes, uh, it's the first one that comes up, and it's so stupid. Like the humor is so daft, but I couldn't stop laughing because it's so daft. But yeah, mm-hmm. so we went to Munich first, and even before we went on holiday, we got to the airport, and Steph was like, "I don't think I've got enough euros. I'm going to lift out a hundred euros." So she goes over to the cash machine, lifts out money, realizes she's just lifted out a hundred pounds. <laughs> so then she has to go over to the place to exchange it so she exchanges it into euros um but she before the guys even finish counting she sticks her entire arm under the window to try and like oh, get no. and i was like steph what you, i was like you still leave him alone he's going to hand you and she just got really awkward and it was really funny um but when we actually got there i think this was when we were waiting on the train to potentially go to innsbruck and we were sitting in this Starbucks, the window, we sat at the window in the wee stools, and the stools were overlooking the platform, mm-hmm. and we looked over to the side, and there was this random rucksack just sitting oh next no. to a bin, Mysterious. and we were like, a good idea. yeah, we were like, oh, ooh, ooh, that's, ooh. Is that, does that belong to someone? And this uh, random staff member walked past the window and pointed to it and asked, like, is this yours? And we were What's like, the first no. thing that comes into your head when you see a backpack on its Bomb. own in a traveling place? Bomb, Bomb. right? Yeah. But I was like, I really want to finish my coffee. Will we just like <laughs> have a wee look and see what's... Um, so <laughs> all of a sudden, right? Loads Priorities. Of yeah, I know, right? Loads of... I was like, I need to finish this coffee. I need to wake up. So loads of police, sniffer dog, everything. And then the most attractive policeman you've ever seen in your life is walking towards oh. us. And honestly, he was like something out of film. And he was asking, he's like, did you see who um, put the bag there? Blah, blah. We're saying no. And then he goes, where are you from? And I was like, Shortland. <laughs> was that your German accent, by the way? Uh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, <laughs> he was like, oh, have a nice day. And then he walked away and my whole body was numb. I was like, oh my God. Uh, but yeah, it was a false <laughs> alarm. And then, and then when we actually got to, I think it was Innsbruck, we got off the train and there was another random rucksack just sitting on the road. And I was like, I'm, no, I'm, I'm walking away. I'm not being a part of this anymore. So we carried on. And... Um, so we went to this bar in Innsbruck. I've just got so many things written down. I'm just going to go through them. Screw it. Go for uh, it. We went to this bar and these three guys came over to chat us up. And they were really, really nice. And they were like, oh, teach us something in Scots. And I, like we were so drunk and we were trying to talk German the whole time. And the guys were like, look, you don't have to try and talk German. We can talk English. Our English is better than your German. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, they went, oh, teach us something in Scots. And before we could even, before I could even say anything, Steph just goes, get your balls out. <laughs> oh, no. And oh, my I God, that's amazing. Died. I was like, Steph, I was like, you can't just tell these guys to get their, and they were like, oh, what does that mean? And she's like, oh, it means you have a nice face. And we were like, oh, a nice face. So these guys are just going to go about going, get your balls out to random people. Oh, you might and need was, to explain that to the audience. Like some people might, true. might not know us and might not know what that means. You have to get tell your them balls what it actually out. means. Get your balls out is just get your balls out. Get your get your, your with our way of saying it. I mean there's loads of things we say like that, like Gullies. <laughs> people just would look at us a blank look and you could literally say anything and they might believe it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, exactly. It was so funny and they were like, Ah, get your balls out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, wow. we went to this other bar and I don't know why this sticks in my head. It's not even that funny, but these guys were like, Oh, can we use this stool but in German and I tried to pass them the stool but I accidentally just chucked it on the floor and I was like oh please <laughs> um, 
And then we went to Innsbruck. I think, were we in Innsbruck? I can't remember. We were in Innsbruck anyway, and we stayed in this random man's house. Uh, he wasn't in it at the time. <laughs> he rented it out. And oh, it right, had okay. Jesus everywhere. Was like, this like an Airbnb crosses. type of situation? Kind, yeah, I think we, I don't even know where. I think it was booking.com, but yeah, it was like mm. he rented it out. Jesus everywhere. It was the most haunted looking house you've ever seen in your life. Terrifying. Not oh, Jesus, Jesus everywhere. Nothing against Jesus. Sure he's a great oh, guy. Jesus. Uh, oh, Jesus. Yeah, really, really creepy. But we took a little trip from there because we wanted to go to this festival called Krampusnacht. Krampusnacht? Yeah, so it's like Krampus Night, and Krampus is this. Um, is that creepy, the creepy Santa thing? Yeah, it's like a mytho- mythical creature um, oh, right. in like German, Austrian folklore, and it's like oh. this horrible looking goat man thing with really sharp teeth that steals children and this is what they tell their kids what? if they're bad Krampus is going to get you yes so there's this festival where like there's all Christmas people. is a nightmare <laughs> in Germany <laughs> I know um, but yeah this was like I think I don't know if it's more an Austrian thing and then some places in Germany because Germany mm. do have their own version I think um, but yeah we wanted to go to this festival and it's all these people dressed up as Krampus and it's really creepy and we like creepy weird things so we were looking forward to that. So we got a four-hour train to Klagenfurt for this bloody festival. And then we went to this Irish... We always we kept stumbling on Irish bars. We're like, how, how is this Irish happening? bars. Yeah. Such so, a typical and, British tourist. You know, we went to this Irish bar and I, we drank so much gin that every time I went up, the guy went, mmm, doorstug. <laughs> like, are you thirsty? And I was like, what? Um, <laughs> and then I said to him, I was like, the place was so empty. Like, the entire town was so empty. And uh, I went, when's, when's I say... Krampus Festival and he went Krampus Festival he went that was two weeks ago <laughs> oh, oh no, no. So she we... went to this random place in the middle of nowhere oh god for our bloody festival it was two weeks ago and I was like how am I going to tell her this she's been so looking forward to this and I went back and I was like look there's no festival mate and then when we went back to four hour train back to Innsbruck so we went to went, took a four hour train to Klagenfurt for a blooming Irish pub um, I love how confidently to... you say these German names of places. I could never even like attempt mm. it. Klagenfurt, <laughs> well, this is in Austria now. Um, but Klagenfurt, yeah. Pr- God, I'm getting confused whether that's in Germany and Austria or Austria now. Oh, I don't even know. I just said Germany. I'm One and a half German. gins, and I forget everything. Um, <laughs> so I went to went back to to Innsbruck, and it was just it was such an amazing place. I'd really recommend Innsbruck. But yeah, there was we walked about at night, and it was like minus God knows what. It was freezing, and there was like church bells going off, and like nuns walking about, and it was just so creepy and amazing. And we spotted these two guys dressed as Krampus in the distance because we'd had a few drinks. Like they spotted us, and we screamed and ran away, and they started chasing us. <laughs> we get back, we get back into the house, and they're like at the window, like scrap. It's all on video. You need to watch the vlog. It's it's crazy. They um, literally followed you to the house and were like banging on the yeah, window. Yeah, yeah. But there's like so much happened on that trip. I can't even, I can't even imagine. I just always remember going to Dachau concentration camp, which was really, mm. really like, um, it was really That's interesting. Heavy. But obviously, yeah, really, really heavy. But there was this American man, and he kept going. Mm, this is sobering and I was like I know I, we get it but it was like every two seconds and then he went down the stairs and there were like these stainless steel stairs and he went hmm stainless steel and for some reason I couldn't stop laughing and I was like this is not the appropriate place to laugh anyway yeah that, <laughs> it's just so stupid but it's all in the video and it's um these silly things kept happening and I for some reason wrote them all down 
But um, yeah, I have many other. I've actually got a prostitute-related story, but Sean, I'll let you oh, go before me. We need to hear a prostitute story before it's, it's this not even video. a funny story. Before this vlog, um, vlog. Before this <laughs> podcast is over. Podcast. Um, yeah, Sean, podcast. go. What, what's your uh, awkward funny story? Well, funnily enough, mine is in Germany as well. I mean, there must oh. be a thing about Germany and weird stories. <laughs> I need to go to Germany. Love Germany. Go to oh Germany. Oh my god, I love it. Go to Germany if you want some weird situations. Well, actually, I had quite a few weird situations. Um, I'll tell you one. I'll tell I'll tell you another one, the other one later as well, because it's quite funny. Um, I wasn't even planning on telling that. But anyway, so Go the first it. one, right? We, me and my other half, Tekka, we were going to Berlin where our friends were waiting for us already. They'd been there for a couple of weeks already. Um, and I think it was like the middle of winter or stuff. And we just thought we'd go and visit our pals who were from Brazil and they were over there visiting. So we get our easy jet and we head off over to Berlin at the airport get out of the airport and uh, we thought rather than getting a taxi I think we were kind of broke at the time and we're like rather than getting a taxi we'll just get the we'll get the metro I don't know if that's what they call it over there the metro or the underground or the tube or whatever it'll be the U-Bahn 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 alright yeah yeah something like that underground train underground train because they had one at the airport and it goes right into the city yeah there's the S-Bahn and there's the U-Bahn and there's like double decker ones it's really good fun (laughs) double decker wow yeah. I, this wasn't. In fact, this was like a really kind of like dark and dirty underground train, like 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 the London Underground, basically. London yes. Underground. Um, Sorry. <laughs> That's that a great from? song. That's a great song. All right. I don't even know what that song is. Oh, they're all greedy, fucking useless cunts. London Underground. You not heard that one? <laughs> no. I'm they're all greedy up. cunts. I want to shoot the ball with a rifle. Na 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 na. Okay. I'm definitely I'll gonna stop. check that out. I'll ah, stop that. that that's probably so quite relatable because I, I go in the London Underground. The floors are sticky and the seats are damp. Every platform has a fucking tramp. Anyway, I'll stop. Wow. Well, <laughs> good. Good. you actually painted a really good picture there for me because that's exactly <laughs> what this underground scene. was like. <laughs> Set at the scene. It was pitch black, right? And I think we got there on like, it was like a Sunday evening or something. I want to say it was a night when it was quiet. There was not many people around in general. Like, I think everybody else off this EJet must have got Ubers or taxis or whatever. And we decided, right. We'll save some money. We'll get this underground train into the city centre. So we get on it. And there's basically nobody on this train. Like, I mean, just us on the carriage. Um, and we're going along for about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that. And then we noticed this guy got on the train um, on his own. And he was the only other person on the train. We were kind of sat at the back of the carriage. Not sat. It's exactly like the London Underground. You don't really sit. You can stand up. And we were um, kind of leaning against the back of the carriage, but looking all the way down the middle of it if that makes sense mm-hmm. um just the two of us and i and i had a i distinctly remember this because it's an important part of the story i had a can of coke in my hand right i was drinking <laughs> this can of coke that i bought in the airport this guy gets on the train uh, at one of the stops and then we take off again and he was like a he looked like a military man he was super fit like muscles on top of muscles right some kind of like a like captain america style well, yeah, but very. His clothes were. He had like a vest on, like a, you know, you know these vests that people who work out wear. Mm-hmm. Oh so yeah, you can yeah, like see it, their yeah. abs and you can see their their chest muscles tank and all top. the rest of it. Is it a tank, tank top? top? That's yeah. it. Aye, yeah. but it was all very plain. It was. Uh, I want to say it was all very dark, coloured, and and he had like um, I want to say like uh, combat trousers. And had like all these pockets. Anyway, that's not important. He was a big, strong man. He was probably <laughs> six foot tall, something like that, and. He stood to attention on this train as we started to move. And then, in a really robotic fashion, turned towards us in the middle of the train, right? Like, right. and was standing to attention like a soldier, like exactly like a soldier, stood to attention, like totally um, 
I wanted to say erect, but that's not the right word. He <laughs> <laughs> was, was stood to attention, right? It's like, still the right word. By... It's just it Aye. has other connotations. It's fine. You faced me right? totally but, erect. Um, and, he, and he was looking directly down the train towards us, and I'm thinking, all right, oh, okay. Shit. What's this about? Hmm. And then it took like two or three robotic, like imagine like a robot moving, two yeah. or three robotic steps forward. And then he kind of, you know, have you seen these army people when they turn directions from one side to the other? Yeah. You do like yes. it in a swift, swift kind of robotic move. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I know exactly what you're meaning. Yeah. So he did, he did one turn towards the the window of like facing the side now as we're moving along, and then out of nowhere, boom, ha ha, does all these karate moves <laughs> like to thin air. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> and I look at my wife and thinking, what is this about? What 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 have we stumbled upon here? We've arrived in Germany for the first time. None of us speak a word of German. Let's just see how this plays out. Yeah. And then exactly how he had moved to this one side, facing one side, he then switched and looked towards us again. He did a wee march, like four or five steps, looking towards us, and then paused again. He was getting closer. And then he started doing the karate moves, looking directly at us. Like... I don't know, he must have busted oh. like five or six moves with these like kind of karate moves, you know, with the, like the straight arm punches and stuff. I'm oh, feeling awkward you. and I'm not even there. Like, <laughs> yeah, but he was look? like looking directly, he was like looking directly at us. Like, and I'm oh. thinking, what, what, what's this all about? Like, I'm on my own here. Um, and I looked at my wife and then I thought like, um, have we like offended someone or something like that? But then he, he just kept going and he started doing all these karate moves like towards our direction, but also like as he was doing the moves, stepping towards us. Like, he was, like, right in the middle of the carriage, I would say, but he was getting closer and closer. And I'm thinking, oh, this is not what I want you tonight. I want you a nice, <laughs> nice holiday. And I'm going to have to, you know, get in a fight with this guy, and I'm going to lose. Look at the size of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and my wife, she looked at me with big eyes, like, as if to say, don't say a word. <laughs> I don't want to die on this train. I, yo. And I think I said something. I think I can take him. And she was like, don't be ridiculous. <laughs> Look at him. Um... And he just kept marching towards us, these karate moves. And then at one point he did an air punch and then like kind of froze in the midair um, with his like arm extended out, like, I don't know, mid-move or something. And then mercifully the train came to a station and opened the doors. Um, and we jumped out of that train really, really quickly. Um, we were in some like kind of backwater neighborhood on the outside of Berlin. Mm-hmm. And me thinking, oh, f- thank fuck for that. We're out of the train, off this, off this weird away for this weird guy like that could have got scary mm-hmm. yeah, but then gonna happen. he had obviously walked to exactly where we were sat on the train or sat at the end of the train yeah and i in 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 fear or maybe getting ready for action had left my coke can oh, on the windowsill got it. he comes out of the train hugging my coke can <laughs> wow that was all he wanted the whole time uh, no, no, he was not... ready to fight for that. <laughs> he was ready to fight you for a cocaine. No, it wasn't that though, because it got so he did. He started his robotic movements again, like like exactly like a sake. robot working. Maybe what you go? And maybe he walked... what you go? Wow, that's amazing! I'll do it again. But you know, you know. So there, there was a bin, right? This mm-hmm. bin, and instead of walking directly to it like a normal person, he did it in like a not a zigzag, but you know, he walked straight <laughs> two steps and then turned right, and then walked like the ten steps towards it. Like exactly like a robot would walk and then faced it and then it extended his arm in a robotic fashion with the coke can and when the coke can was like directly above the bin he literally just opened his hands and let it fall into the bin <coughs> oh so he's just a guy that's against litter sean 
Well, that's all. He knew you were going to do that, and you knew you, you could see it in your face. He's a little bug. I was ho- I was like I was drinking this Coke can. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was anything to do with that in the start, but then it seemed like it might have had something to do with it by the end of it. And I'm thinking, well, he's going to come towards us again. But he literally, in his robotic fashion, turned the other way and marched off into the night and was never seen again. Oh, wow. So is this legend? The legend of the... But while this was happening... The robotic coke can carrying man. I know. It was... I was like... That was a mixture of... A mixture of feelings. That is strange. That's really, really Sorry, strange. Sorry, just having a wee drink of water. That <clears throat> is a strange... Yeah. That's so I was, weird. I have I was never... Like, I don't know what you used to do on holiday that attracts these weirdos to you, well, but like, I don't get anything like that. I want stories like that. I have to travel we used to. <clears throat> that, oh, I have to go to Germany. That's what it is. <laughs> well, when we were in um, Berlin, Sean, um, mm-hmm. the, we went to this rock bar and I went to order a drink and there was a guy just standing next to me with a taser, just like lighting up this taser and just casually standing, like staring at his face, like lighting this taser. And I was like... We had a taser. Okay. That's okay. Oh my God. Yeah. That's that's creepy. I mean, there's I was, a lot of creepy things that happen over there, that's for sure. But this guy, like, in the five minutes that we had saw him, I went from thinking, all right, he is bonkers to he's going to fight me and I'm going to have to fight for our lives here to let's get off the train. But meanwhile, when he was walking over to the bin with a can... My wife had heard a woman in the background talking Portuguese and oh. to someone, uh, a Brazilian, and she went over and spoke to her, like just so that we had somebody to speak to. So that's that basically we weren't alone and we, we could have somebody that was maybe like a local um, to mm-hmm. help us out. And we had, like, asked her directions or something, but it was just Safety so bizarre. And the man, this man just marched off like an army, you know, like one of these rigid army marches off into the distance, never to be seen again. Like, was that, that even his stop? <laughs> Did he just get off because we got off? I've got maybe, lots of maybe, questions. maybe nobody else could see him. Maybe you could only see him. Maybe it was like, like, a, like a Robocop type of character. <laughs> he was just a but we were quite shook by this. Soldier. Yeah, I that's really weird. That's that's a strange one. Yeah, I'd I'd been a little creeped out by that. It was weird. But we got okay. back on the, uh, we got back on the tube and went back to our friend's house, and they 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 said it was some kind of like, maybe right-wing white pride nationalist type of character because of how he was dressed I, mm. i'm not sure it was that to be honest i think he was just like a lunatic yeah maybe he was just you get them in every big Ill. city don't you yeah and he was a young guy as well by the way he wasn't like an old guy he was he was probably i don't know mid-20s or something like that but he was like built like a tank it reminds it me was of so this, weird this guy that lives around my bit and i actually feel really bad for him he sort of just wanders about and he shines a torch onto lampposts and into cars but he got on mm. the train um after me once and he was like punching behind my head and I was like oh and it, rem- it just reminded me of that um, air punches for him, what were these yeah. people that do air punches in public they he's don't just... air punch in public <laughs> no I just think I just feel bad for him he's just sort of wanders around all day and I don't really know what's going on there I Ber- Berlin is a weird place uh, oh, Moscow I love it if you've so never much. been there you need to go I definitely um, actually, want to go there's another weird thing that happened to this is a, I'll just uh, tell you another wee quick story right because it's it was funny at the time um Actually, that whole trip we were in Berlin, I think it's on YouTube as well. I filmed most of it. I didn't film that big, crazy uh, army dude because <laughs> I, I didn't think that would be a good idea, but I should have got the evidence. Um, anyway, one night um, we were going out to a nightclub. The Germans love a nightclub, by the way. They love mm-hmm. like electronic music nightclubs. We were going out to this nightclub. Some of our pals who live there are like, ah, oh, this is a great place. You'll really love it. Um, and for whatever reason, the men and the women of our group got separated. Um, my wife and um, her pals they went up ahead and they went into the club like an hour before us for some reason I can't remember why 
Um, but anyway, it was me and the two other guys, um, all the partners, we came in after. And we got to the door of this nightclub and there was like four or five like big bouncers outside. And, and he put his hand, like there was no cure or anything, but he put his hand out to us and he said, you guys cannot come in. What? And we were like, what? what? Why? Like, isn't this like a nightclub? He said, yes, but do you know what this place is? And I was like, uh, no. What <laughs> is this place? Where have our wives taken us? What and is no this? Bar. <laughs> He's like, three men. You cannot come in. Three men together. And we're like, uh, that is really weird. What's going on here? Um, and then we said, ah, oh, but our wives are inside. Our three wives. And he said, oh, really? And then he went inside. And he basically fetched our wives and <laughs> brought them out. Okay. And he's like, okay, you can come in. We have a partner. You can't come in as free men because we need a balance in here. Was it a sex club or something? It, exactly. Yeah, how did you know <gasps> that? So we went in. God. And the first thing we saw was like this big giant swimming pool, and all the way around it was like um, poles and like chairs, like you know, like a doctor's chairs, but they weren't used by doctors. <laughs> if you know what I mean. It was a and, GP like, and, and a titty bar. <laughs> so it, no, but it wasn't even like it wasn't like a show bar or anything like that. It was this literally is a different like, type of milk bar, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, this, this, this is what a milk. This is a real milk bar. No, but it, it, it was literally <laughs> like a set. Aussie milk bar is a real milk bar. <laughs> Yeah. So apparently it's quite famous. It's called Kit Kat in oh. in, in Berlin. Um, you guys are like writing that down, Kit Kat. Yeah. There. Well, there was a uh, bloody bar in uh, Edinburgh, GHQ. I'm sure it's what it was called, the gay bar underground that had oh. the, the beds in it. Well, oh. this place was exactly like that because we went downstairs underground and it had like cages with like beds and stuff. Yep. Um, but anyway, the night that we went there apparently wasn't one of those nights. Even though there were people who had leather trousers on that had holes in parts. Got it. Um, <laughs> but it wasn't one of those nights. It was basically a night where you go and, like, they have, like, um, I think they call them, like, rela- relaxed nights or something like that. But nights where you can just basically go there and it's a club and you can listen to music. And also, I filmed the whole thing. And I put it on YouTube. <laughs> and I later found out that it's entirely forbidden to film anything inside there. Oh, no way. Uh, I even got comments from people from the place who were like, you cannot film in here. This is a private space oh did you take the video down or is it still there i think it's still there i'm gonna fucking uh, watch it <laughs> but yeah apparently <clears throat> I, like i'm i'm i live quite a short i don't know about you guys but i live quite a sheltered life i've never been to anywhere like that before oh no i, I, really, went to, really I used to go to i used to go to ghq but i will admit when i went to amsterdam that made me very uncomfortable yeah there was a um, a gay bar i'm sure it was a gay bar in glasgow with beds on it and do you know what it was called oh. milk <laughs> Milk. I've yeah. heard of oh, milk. It was amazing. It played like limp biscuit and stuff, and I'm pretty sure it was a gay. Maybe it wasn't a gay bar, um, but it was. A I think great it is. Bar. No, I think it is. I think it it's is amazing. Amazing. So much fun. But yeah, um, what was I going to say there about? Yeah, no. See, I don't know. I've never really been to places like that, but I definitely saw a lot when I went to Hamburg. Um, mm. there was a lot of, you know, women of the night, and yeah. um. But I don't think this was a place where you get, like, women of the night. It wasn't like that. It was just, like, everybody gets it on, basically. It was maybe a BDSM, like a, a BDSM club or a place for something like that. For that kind of thing, yeah. But but just to be clear, on the night that we went, it was nothing like that. It was just, like, sure. good music and sure. drinking. You could have discovered your sub and dom. And if you don't believe me, it's on YouTube. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a bit of a weird one. A bit of yeah. Okay. <clears throat> yes. Oh, what a go now. <laughs> yeah. Kit Kat in Berlin <laughs> famous apparently yeah I really really Thank like uh, Germany I've been to quite a few places in Germany but 
the last place that I went was Hamburg and that mm. was a whole other kettle of fish and I feel bad because <laughs> Hamburg like it's actually meant to be a really nice place but we just we stayed in a really dodgy area really dodgy oh really like we looked up the hostel beforehand and it had good reviews and stuff but the area I like I don't know why we didn't look I don't know I feel like we did look it up because we don't usually go in somewhere blind but oh my god but I will say see our bedroom window it was the most exciting we just sat and had drinks and <laughs> looking at our bedroom window because you could see the, like the local um the local prostitute and um, she's walking yeah. about and is prostitute the right term these days sex I worker i don't know if that's a... i don't know people can connect us they can let us know yeah um yeah. so i've been cancelled for sex worker i don't know um she would be like walking about the street like looking for work and then there was like this pimp like you could tell he was our pimp and he always ate mm. yogurt he was always like in the windows what? eating yogurt <laughs> we were like right opposite this hotel we saw a couple having sex in one of the windows um and then like there was as just, you do it was just it was crazy like we walked to the shop and we got like shouted at we got um like totally harassed the whole way to the shop it was horrendous and by what woman, men and stuff yeah by men there was a woman that uh, just, that's just, just passed out on the ground and someone robbed her and oh, what? we we saw this in the window and we we're like is anyone going to help her and then thankfully the police what arrived. is this place and then they just walked right by her and i was like holy shit and then we went for our, we thought right let's go to the harbour because that's meant to be a nice bit so we got to the train station right away there was a man on the ground in the train station and he quite clearly just died and i was oh, like what? oh my oh god, my god. Yeah. Um, literally a dead person. Yeah, literally a dead person because I was like, I've never seen, well, I have, but like, that that's not the colour that a human should be, you know? Um, mm. And there was luckily people, like two people had clocked on and I think they were like getting help. And, um, but yeah, that whole trip, we just got harassed the whole time. No joke about, I've, I've made a whole video about it because there was like at least 20 times where mm. we got followed or um, it was always at train stations. We got followed, we got shouted at, we got like this man was like standing touching me off on the train and i was like get away from it there was two men on the platform who were like nodding at each other and we were like we need to get out of here because like they were on either side of us and i was like there's something not right here um so we just like ended up staying in a really bad part of hamburg and i feel bad because it was like everyone's like oh hamburg's so good but we just were in a really bad bit did you see did did you see any good parts of hamburg yeah um when we actually went to the the nicer bits yeah it was lovely (laughs) But it, mm. that sort of clouded our whole trip. So be, be mindful of the areas that you're going to, maybe. We, oh, that's the weird thing. We always are. And the, the hostel had really good reviews. Um, but it was just the street next to it that was really, really bad. And, like, the stations and stuff. like Because our nearest station was the central station, which usually they are their office parts. Um, but mm. it was well, At least you got some entertainment from the windows. Oh my god, it's amazing! Absolutely amazing. Like we just watched. There was this the resident homeless man as well who would like. We liked watching him and him as him and his friends and oh my god, it was, it was great. But every, like mm. so much happened that out that window. Um, Tell you what, that is like my my bloody story for Japan is going to be like so different compared to some of these stories we've been telling tonight. I'm yeah, really we we went kind of, kind of dark. Sorry. I know. I just totally like ruined the mood there. Like, can someone tell a funny story? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, well, I, well, I tell my Japanese one. 
Yeah. yeah. Japan. This is ridiculous. I've always wanted to go there, by the Same. way. I'm really jealous that you've been I there. honestly would recommend everybody goes to Japan at least once in their life. Like, it is, it is just... Uh, there's no words to describe how incredible Japan is. Like, it's... I it's, imagine... Uh, they're light years I mean don't get me wrong they're behind us in certain aspects but they're light years ahead yeah. of us in, in like when it comes to trains especially mm. <laughs> like the yeah. Shikansen the bullet trains that travel like two to three hundred mm-hmm. miles per hour and oh they're incredible they're absolutely incredible and uh and there was one time they apologized for their train with massive delays and guess how long the delays were oh no five minutes oh. 20 seconds. <gasps> 20 seconds. Sorry their train, for the delay. Their train was 20 seconds late and they apologised profusely. And I thought, because I, I had Google Maps on my phone and it came up with like major delays. And I was like, oh, that's cool. We can like get lunch and <gasps> like shop around a train station. No, 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 no. Their, their, their version of fucking major delays is 20 seconds. Anyway, wow. that's what Japan's like, right? So anyway, this story, in order to understand this story, I have to take you back to before the trip. Okay. So I was going with my friend Ruby and I remember this, by the way, because I remember we were talking at the time. You we were like, oh, I'm going to Japan. Yeah, I was so excited. And we were planning everything. And, like, obviously for me, the audience knows I'm a massive nerd. I'm a huge geek. And mm-hmm. I grew up playing Pokemon. I have played every Pokemon game that has ever come out. I'm a massive Pokemon nerd. I grew up on yep. the, the original anime, blah, blah, blah. And um, I was like, well, if we're going, we have to go to one of the Pokemon centers, like, whilst we're there, which is, like, where they sell everything Pokemon. And it's mm-hmm. usually like there's like a Pokemon cafe and you could get Pokemon themed drinks and food and oh, oh my God. and they do like oh, a Pikachu amazing. parade. It is incredible, right? And I was so excited. So I was like, right, we need to plan this in our itinerary. So we planned it in and Ruby Ruby played like I think the original game and she maybe watched a little bit of the original series and that that was it. That was kind of her extent of, of, of Pokemon. Um, and so I was like, right. That day, Ruby, I'm not allowed to spend more than, like, X amount of money. Like, you have to, like, I can't go crazy on that day because it was very early in the trip. And I was mm-hmm. like, and we've still got, like, we're, we're going to be there for, like, two and a half weeks. And I think this was, like, day four or something or five into the trip. And I was like, I can't spend too much money. And she was like, don't you worry. I've got you covered. I've got you covered. I'll make sure that you don't spend too much. And so, like, bubbling, full of excitement, the day arrives and Ruby's chill and I am bouncing off the walls i am so excited i'm like a child going to disneyland right i'm so excited so we get there we go in and even like the like the hallway into the elevator has artwork everywhere all this pokemon artwork and it's got sakura trees and there's pikachu and i'm freaking out and we get into the elevator and it's got artwork in the elevator and the doors open and there's a giant Snorlax and i'm so happy and anyway it's it's like it's a time and we even get given like cute little like things to wear on your your arms or your hat or whatever it was anyway I was like oh I was so excited and I got a basket and I was like right now I need to like I I need to take it in but not spend too much (laughs) so we go into the shop and Ruby's following me and she's like oh yeah this is this is kind of cool this is cool and I'm like right I need to get my friend Pokemon cards because I promised her I would get her Japanese Pokemon cards whilst I was there because she collects them and I was Mm -hmm. like cool um Ruby you wait here and I'll be right back. So I go find the Pokemon cards and I'm like, I'm looking at all the different like costs and like try to compare to get the best ones. Um, so I get my Pokemon cards <laughs> and I go back to Ruby who was chill before I left her and I find her and she's she's got five plushies in her basket. She's got the biggest <laughs> Pikachu ever underneath one arm and she's got a Pikachu hat on her head and she looks at me Aww. and she goes... 
I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> I was like, something happened. I left Just you. Went for, I left you for like three minutes. <laughs> Where did all this come from? And she was like, Yeah, well, I, I looked good. <laughs> I felt like you have to put it back. Like you can't. That Pikachu plushie can't come with you. It's like the size of your suitcase. <laughs> so you would think I was taking candy off of a child, taking that away from her. She was looking yeah. at me as if to say, Excuse me. And then I was like, right, okay, well, you can't get all those plushies because they're not going to fit in your suitcase either. And I was like, right, so what ones do you want? And she was like, well, I, I need a Pikachu plushie. I was like, right, okay, so just get Pikachu. She was like, yeah, but he needs his friends. And I'm like, Ruby, we came here for me. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm like fighting with her to try and put half these plushies back, but she refuses to the point that she had to throw out pairs of her jeans to fit them in her suitcase oh by the time we got back. Brilliant. Oh, um... She did have her priorities straight. I will give her that. And I ended up spending less than she did in that shop. Wow. <laughs> uh, moral of the story, uh, take your chill pals to the Pokemon Center because they're yeah. going to go mental. They lose their shit. Yeah, yeah. Moscow, I was thinking and... about you today because my friend did a... Were you? Yeah, she did a um, lateral flow test. and the result... <laughs> why, was she th- why were you thinking <laughs> of me for a lateral well, flow test? The results were all smudgy and it looked like Pikachu. And I was like, oh my oh. god, you're, that looks like Pikachu. And I was telling my colleague today and she went, is it not Kikapoo? I was like, no. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's very not. I like, it's very that. Not. Yeah. That sounds amazing though. I'd absolutely love to go to that place. Like, oh. I, I was into, like, I'm not like into Pokemon at that level, but I used to watch it when I was a kid and I also used to collect the cards as well a lot when mm-hmm, I was younger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wanted and to be into it. I also played Pokemon Go as well a little mm-hmm. bit. But I was never massive into it. But you know, mm-hmm. I'm still, I still like it. It's still, it's still cool, and I would love to go to that place in Japan. Oh, it it's incredible! Amazing. I knew. I mean, there's a few Pokemon centers. The one that we went to was in Osaka because it's one of the bigger ones. But mm-hmm. there are like a few dotted around Japan. But oh yeah, it was great, and the food was good, and the drinks were incredible, and the Pikachu parade was adorable, and it was great. The whole Steph thing. Did you have? Sorry. Sean, on you go. I was just going to say, did you have any problems with like not speaking Japanese? No. Just speaking English? No. Um, so I had learned enough Japanese to get me around uh, nice. before we went on a trip. What I would say is like online people are like, oh yeah, you don't need Japanese to get around. We struggled. Like If I didn't have my limited Japanese, we would have struggled. Wow. Um, mm. My advice to everybody is on the website that you get your GR pass from, you can also get a pocket Wi-Fi hotspot. And I think for us, oh. it was like 70 quid for the full two and a bit weeks that we were there, mm-hmm. which is oh, worth right, okay. it. Because you charge that up through the night and then through the day, it allows you to connect 10 devices. So that was our two phones. And we used Brilliant. Google Maps to get us everywhere. Oh, um, and Google idea. Maps in Japan is is immaculate. It, it is spot <laughs> on with buses, with trains. Like we didn't get we didn't get on the wrong train or get off at the wrong stop once using wow. Google Maps. So I uh, highly that recommend that. And I always thought there were a few intimidating as well, like for getting around. But that's that sounds good. Yeah, it's uh, it was very good, and um, there was there was a few interactions. So my 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 trouble came from them, like when when we would go to buy tickets into places, they would either ask you how many people or how many tickets do you want. Now I'd remembered the word hutatsu. Uh, hutatsu meaning like two in that sort of sense, like two tickets, or hutari, which is two people. Um, because it was just me and Ruby that were going, so I only needed to remember that word, that, that sort of the two. And uh, and they would ask me, like, how many tickets or how many people? And I would always answer the wrong version, and they would smile, and then they would correct me. Um, <laughs> but they would never do it in, like, a condescending way. It was always like, oh, you tried? Like, that was really cute kind of way. 
But most That's of the nice. places, like if they did speak English, you would walk up and they would look at you and you would go, ah, you're English. But a, a lot of places <laughs> are like menus on the on the bars and things, so you could just point to what you wanted. Um, That's pretty good. But I knew enough Japanese that it was it was helpful for asking for things like milk for tea, um, milk at the milk yeah, bar, which is gyunyu, gyunyu, or uh, mikuru, depending on which one you want to use. But yes, you can use both of them. Steph said she um, went to awesome. um, Japan and um, well, she did go to Japan and she said that they went to this rock bar and there was this wee man who he, <laughs> she said it was like really like the dirtiest wee place ever and everything else that they'd seen was immaculate. Um, and it was this wee guy who everything was like six, six, six on the menu <laughs> and he was always going, ah, <laughs> oh, rock on! <laughs> wow, that was incredible. I love how you say a wee man, by the way. That's how, you know, in Scotland we say we for everything and yep. wee man is just like the perfect way, you know, <laughs> way to explain a wee man. And it doesn't necessarily mean he was wee, but he was a wee man. I did, um, I... like for like going away, I always try and learn like a little bit of the language. And for Germany, I did like, I do know about German. I can get around, but I just always mm-hmm. like, whenever I did struggle, like sometimes I would panic in an actual conversation and I would go, ah, oh, my Deutsch is not so good. So like my German's not so good. And they would always go, ah, me too. <laughs> And I'd be like, ha, ha, ha. Good one. Yeah, I learned, I learned that as well. Um, uh, so you could say like, no, now that I put on the spot, yeah, it's all going to be in my mind. Um, Wakari masen, moichiroite kurasai. So that's like, I'm sorry, wow. can you say that again, please? Like, I didn't understand. Can you repeat? You said that really like fluent sounding. Uh, thank you. Yeah. And then um, Nihongo go jozu janai desu is like my japanese is not good <laughs> please it is not good um oh, yeah i'd learned these little phrases but there was one gentleman in osaka station where i was trying to ask for directions he had limited english i had limited japanese and the two of us had a ball trying to communicate with each other it was great <laughs> the two of us were just killing ourselves laughing smiling pointing trying to use our limited words in the other person's language it was it was great it was so good <laughs> that sounds awesome <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to go there one day. Yeah, one day we'll go. We should all go and do like a YouTube trip. Oh my, oh my Japan. god! YouTubers in Japan. We'll just not end. We'll not do any stupid stuff like some of the other people who go there do. I you're just know. gonna. You're gonna have to oh god, yeah. physically drag me out of some of the anime shops because I like I was in and out every single <laughs> Shonen Jump shop when we were in Japan trying to find stuff for the animes that I like. And there was nice. one of the shops I went into. To, went into this one shop. Do you know who the anime man is, Joey? No. Uh, no. Okay, so he's got like over 2 million subscribers on YouTube. He's maybe got more than that now. But he like covers anime topics. Uh-huh. And when I was in one of the Shonen Jump shops, he walks in. And at the time, I don't think I recognised who he was with. But I actually now thinking back, it might have been Gigark, who was another anime YouTuber, but I'm not quite sure. Uh-huh. Anyway, I recognized the anime man and i was like oh my god i was like because we were leaving the shop and i was like to ruby i have to i have to go back i can't not go back and say hello like i have to go back so like i was like oh my god like total fangirl moment turned around had my camera and i was like i'll just ask him for a quick picture hopefully he's okay and i walked up to him and i was like hi are you the anime man he was like yeah and i was like oh my gosh can i get a picture with you and he was like yeah and he was so chill and so cool and I was like so flustered I was like I don't want to take up too much of your time like I know you're probably really busy I'm just gonna go now and he was like no 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 like he was really open and he was really eager and he had a smile on his face and I think he was trying to ask me where I was from but I just like ran away from him (laughs) did you take the opportunity to say by the way no I didn't no I didn't I'm a youtuber as well no I didn't no I just ran (laughs) I ran I took my picture and I ran (laughs) 
because <laughs> I did, <clears throat> that, and it's kind of like another kind of awkward travel story. But I did exactly that when I saw someone who, who? was on YouTube who was. <clears throat> I was in Brazil in a, in Sao Paulo, which is a big city down there. Yeah. Um, and there's like a bunch of foreigner YouTubers who live in Brazil. Like probably, I want to say like eight or ten of them. Like mostly Americans or people from around Europe who basically vlog about their lives in Brazil. And there's two or three of them that are really massive. And there was mm-hmm. this guy that I bumped into. I was literally in this tiny little bar in Sao Paulo and this guy, like, I follow on Instagram because, you know, I like to keep in touch with what's happening in Brazil because I'm, I'll spend a lot of time there. And I saw this guy come into the bar, this tiny little bar, which is enough for, like, 10 people. And it was this YouTuber that I, I follow and I watch his stuff. Um, and he's got, like, you know, probably at the time he had, like, a million followers and now he's got, like, three million or something. And the same as, like, you, you Moscow, and you met that, that guy. But I went up to him and said, oh, by the way, I'm a YouTuber as well. <laughs> Oh. and here's me at the time like i've got like a hundred thousand subscribers and of course he had no idea who i was um he's like all right nice. he's you're like oh yeah that's nice <laughs> oh, um but in actual fact you know he's a cool guy and we, we had a good chat and we had a beer and ended up following me as well so that's pretty cool that's it's cool. always good nice. good yeah. yeah i think if i'd stayed and spoken to the anime man a little bit more he probably would have like he seemed like he was so open and ready for a conversation like he had the biggest smile on his face when, I, re- when I recognized him he was he was up for a discussion i was not That's i cool. was ready to flee i was like i got my picture thank you you're really nice keep going have a great day and i turned around and just ran out of the shop i'm googling him so we actually um, got a question yes. we actually got a question from someone who really which really relates to what we just talked about okay but okay. the kind of flip so we just talked about being really embarrassed about meeting YouTubers mm-hmm. and talking to them. Mm-hmm. So I got a question from Jason Reynolds um, who said, it's not a real question, it's more of a dis- discussion point. He says, he's had an awkward encounter because he has a YouTube channel, he's got 100 subscribers. Uh, Jason Reynolds, by the way, is from, I think he's from Edinburgh in Scotland. Um, he said he was at his job and someone came to chat to him and said he watches his videos. Um, and also knew everything about him and knew his wife and his family and asked them by asked for them by name. Um, so basically he said, what do you guys think about when people come up to you and know everything about your life, who see you on YouTube, who follow you, and then, you know, come and say hi? Like, how does that, I mean, you know, have you it, had any awkward encounters it in, in particular that can recall? for this one, because I, like, it depends on how much they know and if I've made it public. So, like, oh, if, okay. they, if they come up to me and they're like, oh, hey, you're, like, Tammy or Moscow, because both those names are public, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, you know, like i follow your videos and you know i like that time that you went to japan and like stuff that i've mm. put up on the internet that i'm totally cool with people knowing that that for me is great if they came up to me and they were like oh you're tammy like moon and your <laughs> blood type is o negative and you went to the catholic school of this time between the that would freak the shit out of me i'd be like yeah oh and then they're like yeah your little brother and sister's name is x and y like i'd be like oh okay i think i mentioned that in like one video one time maybe that's that's quite creepy so it depends it it depends Mm. yeah actually by the way some so it's kind of the same thing happens with me but i can't complain about it because i think you guys when you you do your films at home you know you have like your set and that's it right Mm -hmm. whereas i basically as a vlog i kind of sometimes wander all the way around my house and show like all the details and it's not that i'm trying to show them it's just that sometimes things are in the background and yeah um you know sometimes i'm vlogging and some of my family members walk past and blah 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 and so people literally pay attention to all the details and if you show it on camera and it doesn't matter if it passes for a second people notice and pay attention to it and like they 
they bring it up as talking points. But also, um, my sister Justine um, was on one of my vlogs once, and uh, we got a comment on YouTube on this podcast episode actually, and they thought Tammy that you were my sister who appeared in my vlog. So I saw that. They thought that I we saw were that. Sister. Um, that's quite that. funny. <laughs> uh, and to be fair, we probably could be because we're quite <laughs> similar in some ways. But yeah, um, yeah, I thought that was quite cute. But yeah, people pay attention to these things. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't get all the details right, but <laughs> they pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I did a video on this as well where. It, it 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 depends on how you it's always about how you approach somebody but like for me if a girl came up to me or somebody was femme presenting came up to me and, and quoted mm-hmm. off a few extra points i probably wouldn't be as intimidated as like Same. your big karate guy if he came up to me yeah and he rattled off those but that would be that or would just be a big cre- bearded man just yeah yeah i think mm-hmm. it, you have to think about like there's a lot of things you have to think about before you approach yeah. somebody with that much information about them as to and whether or not they're going to take know. it well or take it poorly. Uh-huh. Like some people That's do the thing, know I a feel lot like... of stuff. Sorry. It's like, no, sorry. Um, it's, no, I've, I've had like a few like really creepy comments and things. A man emailed me my address once. Um, I have people that like to like tell me random things that they remember from old videos that are like sometimes mm-hmm. they get the information slightly wrong, but they just want me to know that they know it kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely had some strange comments online, but I'm like, I just ignore it. Um, yeah. And it's, I've never really had a woman doing it. It's always, it's always men. Always men. So I tend, that's the, kind of the reason why I don't tend to reply to a lot of men online. Um, yeah. Um, it is sort of, I guess it is quite sexist in that way because obviously the majority won't be coming from it's a bad place. It's not though because you're, 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 you're not encouraging the behaviour then. You know what I mean? If yeah. you don't reply yeah. to it then you, you're not encouraging the behaviour. When you reply that's the minute you're encouraging it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so so usually like reply on Twitter I'll reply uh-huh. to a lot of the guys that like just have banter and mm-hmm. so I've got a lot of my usuals on Twitter that I will tweet yeah. back to and then the others I just ignore. Like if you're not getting a reply from me on Twitter on the regular it's probably because your comments have made me feel uncomfortable or I just yeah. don't have same. much to say on the matter. Exactly See, I the think same. like it should not be like this at all. It should not be like this just because I'm a man and you guys are women. It shouldn't be like this. But, you know, the reality is I've got a bit of privilege over you guys for the fact that I'm a man and, you know, just about anybody could come up to me and say anything and I won't be that scared by it. Like, whereas you guys, it's totally different, Mm -hmm. you know? I I don't, like, I don't want to, I don't want to sound like, um, you know, I'm kind of encouraging this behavior or or trying to, like, justify it at all. But it's really wrong. But at the end of the day, you know, like like I said, if a big bearded man came up to me and started being a bit weird and creepy, like I, I think it'd be much more of a big deal for you guys and me. Yeah, mm-hmm. it probably would. Like I have some men in my um, DMs that have been talking to me nonstop for like over a year, and I've not replied once, and they yeah. just keep going. And I'm like, I haven't creepy. I haven't ventured into any of my Take DMs them. in a long time. Maybe that'll be a video sometime. Let's go and look through the creepy oh. DMs. Do you know what I did? I don't know if you saw my Instagram stories, but I shared some of the strange messages. It was like on like a yes. private one, I think. And it was like I had voice notes from a man. It was the weirdest. Wow. Oh god, all the easy See, that's them. like as much as I would love to do a video about it, and I think it'd be great entertainment. I also worry, am I then encouraging the behavior? That's the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah you'll get more. Yeah, it's hard. Ones, like hoping yeah. they'll be in a video. Hoping that they'll be in a video. Yes, yes. You've got to think about but all that. At the same time, you know, I must admit, I've had a lot of really, really, really positive in-person experiences that just happen at random yeah, on the street. For and sure. I always do exactly the same thing, no matter who I'm with. If I'm with my wife or... Actually, I think I did it with you, Moscow, as well once. Mm-hmm. Whenever it happens, the first thing I do afterwards is... <clears throat> excuse me. Is I turn to my wife or I turn to whoever I'm with and say, was I nice? 
Aww. and I get really, 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 really paranoid. Because mm-hmm. like I'm not like mm-hmm. I'm not like a rude person in no. general anyway. Like I'm I'm not. But I always get this thing where if somebody recognizes me and comes to say hi, I want to. I want to make sure that they had like a good experience. Mm-hmm. Like they didn't mm-hmm. feel like I was being rude because that's the worst. I don't know if you've ever recognized someone you said you said hi like a celebrity about having their rude and then it like totally changes your impression of them. Yeah. And so like I'm really hyper conscious of that. Um, and so I always like when it's ever happened in, with me on the street and someone's been come up and said hi, I turned to my wife and said, was that nice then? Oh, like no. I get paranoid about it. But I um, really it's happened quite balanced. a lot. You know, it's happened a lot in Edinburgh. It's happened a lot Um in, in, in Glasgow as well a couple of times but also in America when I was in New York I got recognised a couple of times which was really weird <laughs> like going to the other side of the world but it's, it's always been really positive for me I have to admit mm-hmm. yeah I think uh, I, I would like to think of myself as being a kind person when people approach but I'm not scared to put my foot down if I feel like somebody's being mm-hmm. yeah creepy or weird I will put my foot down awkward when it happens we've obviously been speaking now for about an hour and <laughs> it's really cool to talk about these things. these are things we don't tend to talk about between us, but you know in this podcast it's almost like a talk with friends and we just yes. you know get stuff off our chest but um <laughs> we have Milk. decided at the end of these podcasts that we're going to talk about things that we are loving at the moment and things we might be liking so um you will you know a couple of minutes each really um who should we start with Moscow, do you want to go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, I have been obsessed lately. Absolutely obsessed with Breath of the Wild. I know I'm late to the game. This is a Zelda game. It's on the Switch. And it was like when Switch first came out, it was one of their launch titles. So this has come back like five years. I think it was 2017 it came out. Um, and it was one of... it's It's gone down as one of the best games in like history. Uh, and that's the thing about the Legend nice. of Zelda series is anytime you Google like top 100 games of all times, no matter whose list you're on, in the top 10 there's always a Zelda game and it's usually mm-hmm. number one. And Breath of the Wild has topped IGN's top 100 uh, games of all time as of last year's listings. Wow. And I just nice. picked the game up this year and started playing it because I was like refusing to play it. I was like, no, I'm not going to play this mainstream game every day last <laughs> but. I picked it up, I started playing it, and I absolutely am obsessed with this game. So that's, Amazing. that's what I've been loving. Brilliant. That sounds awesome. And that is really, you might think that kind of sounds like geeky and nerdy, but I've got something about it that's even more geeky. Oh, okay. I'm um, intrigued. What about you, Erin? Um, well, the thing that I'm probably most obsessed with just now is I'm reading Dave Grohl's book. It's called The Storyteller. Oh, right, yeah. It is so good. Like it's all about. I love how that man. By the way, sta- me too. It's all about how he got started, and he's actually really good at writing. Um, mm-hmm. Not that, I mean, he's great at everything. So why wouldn't he be good at writing? But yeah, y- you legend. can actually like feel how he's feeling like when you read his writing, and you can feel like how excited he was, and like the nostalgia, and it's so good. And I'm only halfway through, but I'm loving it, and I would actually mm-hmm. recommend so it. Like a- it. Is it like an autobiography then? Yeah, yeah. It's all about his life and there's pictures in it. And just now I'm just on like when he started in Nirvana. And oh my God, it's so good. I love it. I just love that man as well. Wow. He's brilliant. I love him. Like one of, I think probably one of my favorite ever concerts was seeing Foo Fighters. Um, and oh. you know, the energy that he brings. Yeah. Um, and he's not like one of these like asshole rock and roll stars. He's no. just like a, a guy that loves to, you know, perform and be uh-huh. there in the moment and just my guy seems and know. there's a whole chapter on the universe cool. which i was like oh my god and, <laughs> oh really yeah and you know i love that stuff and then he mentions well, this he mentions the lost boys and stand by me which are two of my favorite oh, films wow. and i was like this is just i was meant to read this incredible <laughs> what about you sean um 
Well, I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to check that book out. Um, Do hopefully it. he's done an audio version because I'm writing Oh my God, he has. And he reads it himself. Oh, oh that's yes, the best. Brilliant. Can I just say, by the way, audiobooks, Amazing. I automatically gravitate towards ones where the author is the one who speaks it. He literally reads his own book. Oh my God, I'm so excited that's for amazing. you. Go and listen. Oh, I'm going to listen to that. Do and it. I'll give you my feedback. Yes. I'm sure I'm going to love it because I love Dave Grohl as well. You will. Um, for me, I've been loving this week something which is entirely geeky and not many people are going to understand. Um, but I, so ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to be a pilot, airplane pilot, right? Um, but, you know, that dream died many years ago. But um, I've been playing uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Nerd, um, don't get done. <laughs> I, li- I literally bought... I literally bought an Xbox just so I could play Microsoft Aww. Flight Simulator. And I tell you what, it is flipping amazing. It's, and it's really amazing, cool. You know, the cool thing about it, right, they have literally mapped out the entire planet exactly what? how That's it is. That's incredible. No, that is, because that can, is not near do. You can fly over <laughs> your house and it will oh. be exactly like your house and your garden or wherever you live. I'm telling you, it is, like you can take off from Edinburgh, Glasgow Airport and you can go a wee fly and it, you'll literally be you can find your house. I need this. You can fly over it. They've they've mapped the world exactly how it is in real life, and oh it's so God. bizarre. Um, but I love it. So obviously that's like an easy flight mode if you want to fly anywhere in the world. Like you can literally take yourself traveling to places you've been or want to go, and you can see them from the air. Obviously you're in a plane, but you still get a really awesome perspective of the place. Can you crash? So that's it? the fun part of Honestly, it. Honestly, video but, games can make you do and experience things you just couldn't otherwise do. It's they're, they're it's great. amazing they're really great i mean i think to be honest they use uh, google earth they, they've basically yep. implant, yeah. implanted google earth into this game but it, it's still pretty realistic um but so you can do that that's the kind of fun side of it but the serious side of it is if you want you can go on like a hard level and literally learn all the controls of like a real plane wow. and actually learn how to fly it um and, it, and it's you know from all that i've seen from like real airline pilots and stuff it's pretty damn accurate can you crash um, it so I've crashed a lot. <gasps> that's, it's, it's incredibly frustrating, but you literally need to learn like all the stuff that a pilot needs to learn. I mean, I'm not saying it's as hard as being an actual airline pilot when you've got actual lives in the back of your plane, but um, if somebody who's always dreamed of flying a plane, that it's pretty cool. You should get the goggles. So, that's call really it the, cool. Um, VR. VR, yeah. No, the, all right, okay. I thought you were talking about like actual airplane goggles. I was like, that'd be so cute to sit in your living room with these like little airplane steampunk like goggles on your head. Like, oh, that'd be so yeah. normal. <laughs> if yeah, you do, you have to cool. send us a selfie of that. So, and I'm actually thinking like I might actually start a YouTube channel one day of like being a, like, a fake airline pilot. <laughs> Microsoft Flight Simulator, and you know, there's people who I've actually looked on YouTube, right? There's people who will literally fly a jet from, and they do all the control, like all the wee buttons that you need to turn on to make the engine start, and all the rest of it. They will fly from like London to like Singapore, and for the whole twelve or fourteen hours it takes, the entire flight, they will do everything, like for like the whole journey. Oh my god! Um, and even by the way, the weather and the 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 daylight is like matched to real life. So like if it's raining in a place, like the weather will be exactly the same. Oh, that's um, cool at the moment that's so mad. it's pretty it's like a real sim that is some geeky crap but I, i'm loving it Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. i'm loving it <laughs> um but yeah that was an awesome chat i really I love you know, that. enjoyed it yeah it was good to get stuff off our chest eh? and just to talk about stuff um so much so chest hope- chat yeah i'm looking forward to doing it again like i'm already looking forward to the next two weeks 
Me too. Me I too. wonder what I I'm going to do it about next time. Oh, I know, it's your turn, you're up, Erin. It's just going to be yep. all about cysts. <laughs> cysts. <laughs> cysts and ghosts. If you insist. Yes. Cysts. I'll stop now, I'll stop. But um, hopefully everyone listening had a good experience and enjoyed it as well and hopefully you will continue as we said to leave us ratings and comments and all the rest of it and we all hope that you all have a, a really good week yep. or two weeks until we speak to you again on the podcast mm-hmm. thanks for um, listening and thanks for listening i guess <laughs> good to speak to you all Bye. and good to speak to you guys moscow and erin yes you too. you too big nerd catch you again soon <laughs> bye bye Ciao.